0: The Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional.
1: This is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show with Ron and Julie Richards on 1310
0: KFKA. Now, here's Ron and Julie. Julie.
1: Good morning, good morning, Northern Colorado. Welcome to Street Smart Business Retirement. My name is Ron. And And Julie Richards. And we're just excited to be here with you this morning. A lot of great things going on. I hope you guys have had a great week. And, uh, you know, here we are at the end of the week, another week. uh, I know,
0: and we're almost at the end of the month. Can you believe it's almost October?
1: No, I can't. Although, yes, I can. Because we did a little bike ride down Vail Pass yesterday, didn't we?
0: We did, and it was stunning,
1: we took a little afternoon, early early weekend, didn't we? We took off Friday and uh, went up to Breckenridge and spent a day, and then uh, and then went down the Vale Pass, and boy fall is in the air, in the mountains. And
0: yeah, I would say in Summit County, it's at its peak, wouldn't you?
1: Oh, totally at its peak. I mean, you, so, you didn't see very many greens, mostly yellow, oranges, and reds. And uh, so it's a really good time to get to the mountains to yeah, see the If aspens. you can
0: get there this weekend, I don't know what next week holds as far as the um, weather. wind.
1: Yeah, the wind, the weather, the snow. But, but again, understanding that we're in Colorado, so anything can happen. I mean, you might have two weeks left. You might have two days left. You might have two hours left (laughs)
0: Uh, it's kind of like the stock market it it?
1: (laughs) is but you know what it was interesting there was no smoke uh up in the in the in the high hills where we were at we didn't see any uh signs of the fires the forest fires and smoke we didn't smell it we didn't see ash we didn't see any smoke so we were kind of fortunate to have a good day
0: we think we were breathing good air yeah, we do. And, uh, you know, it's just
1: a lot of great things going on. Boy, I tell you what, the music is really, you know, they kind of opened this thing back up. So for sure, the city of Greeley and Loveland, um, we're seeing some pretty good music venues right now.
0: Right. We also saw it in the high country. So yeah. in the high country, they've closed down the streets and, you know, done what they need to do for the restaurants and put the tables out in the middle. And uh, then they had some music playing in some of the towns because we went through um, Keystone, Dillon, uh, what Frisco, was, Frisco, Copper Mountain, right? Yeah, Copper Mountain. That, that trail
1: goes all through that area. Right. We
0: didn't get through Vale, but but the rest of them. We For did.
1: those of you that are kind of lazy like me, <laughs> and I said me because Julie's not lazy, but but I like the idea of going down. A, a pass a mountain pass as opposed to riding a bicycle back up i mean we have e-bikes so you could probably do it but it was just a, a absolute blast and the two people we brought with us neither one of them neither one of those ladies had ever been down vale pass so it was just a treat to see the uh, how much excitement they had in Do you remember how, how what word
0: it. we used yesterday a lot no it was the word of the day and that's joy
1: joy yeah, it was joy. Yep,
0: and um, it was pure joy.
1: It was. It truly was. Well, let's get this ball started. Let's let's uh, you know. Let's get the game going. Uh, we we cover a Street Smart Snapshot. We do that every week and kind of take a look at okay where are the markets at? Where are the you know where are all the different markets at? And uh, let's start out with the uh, S and P five hundred thirty two ninety eight almost back to thirty three hundred. It was up fifty one points on Friday. Uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average. 27173. It was as high as 29,000, so now it's down a couple grand, but yesterday was back up 358. The Nasdaq 10,913. Again, uh, uh bre- breaching that 11,000 area. So it's on the move back up. It was up 241 points yesterday. So a pretty big up yesterday. Crude oil at forty dollars and four, and four cents. Uh gold is at eighteen sixty four. Silver is at twenty-two dollars and ninety-eight cents. Taken a beating in the last two weeks. Yep. Silver was as almost thirty dollars and it's back down to twenty-two dollars and ninety-eight cents. I
0: suppose that's gonna reflect in our horse race, isn't it?
1: Oh, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> how did you know? Okay. And the bond rates, the ten year bond, is at point six. Five wow. Again, it's been between 0. 0.59 and 0. 0.69. It's at 0. 0.65. What does that bond rate do to the uh, mortgage rates, Jules?
0: Well, the mortgage rates um, as of the uh, 25th of September, the 30-year FHA fixed and VA fixed is at 2.75. So it's 2. kind of hanging 7. in there.
1: 2.75. Again, if you have a mortgage over 3.75, it probably behoo- behooves you to go look at a refi.
0: Depends not, on what you're going to do that's with right.
1: it. It depends if you're going to hold the home, if you're going to sell the home. Uh, you probably wouldn't want to do it if you're going to sell it. But if you know you're going to be in that home for three years, uh, three or four more years or more, uh, it makes a ton of sense to do a refi. And, and even if you do, do a refi and you put more against your principal, guess what? You pay the home off early and you save tens of thousands of dollars in interest right. by paying that. Home but just it.
0: remember, this is not a piggy bank. You don't take the money out of it to spend frivolously.
1: I would say it's not an ATM. Right. In other it's words, your home is not an ATM. So if you have a bunch of equity in your house, the goal to take that money out and go buy a boat or go buy a new truck, or go buy a, whatever you're going to buy, it would be foolish. Right. And, so
0: to buy a depreciating asset with that doesn't make sense. That's
1: that's correct. And again, if you said, wow, the market's doing so well, why don't I take that equity out of my house and put it in the stock market? Right. What do you think of that idea? No, nah, I don't.
0: Think <laughs> you know, if you're going to finish the basement to so yeah. where you're going to add, you know, $50,000 to, to the value of your house. Okay. Different story. Yeah.
1: Different story. And, and again, you know, we've seen even people and we're one of our asset classes that we cover is cryptocurrency and hard assets like gold and silver. And we even see people have done that where they take equity out of their house and they buy. No, you don't uh, use debt. You don't use debt to buy investments. We think that's probably a bad move. And and there are brokers out there. There are investment advisors out there that say, hey, no problem. Take that home equity loan. We'll put it in the stock market. You'll be rich and you'll be able to pay off your house. Again, uh, we're a little more conservative. You know, I am what they call a, a uh, preservation. preservation advisor. I'm not an accumulation advisor or taking lots of risk. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about uh, hard assets like gold and silver. Oh, you're kidding me. Yahoo Finance took them. No, there they are. Uh, again, took a we breather? just talked, Yeah, just took a little breather. So we did talk about gold and silver. Uh, again, we'll get, get to, uh, the next area of the, I, I'm trying to find it. Bear with me here. I found it. Cryptocurrency is another area in addition to Gold, silver, stock market, the bond markets, um, cryptocurrency, we think is a new asset class. Well, we don't think. We know that cryptocurrency is a new asset class. And uh, Julie happens to be a Bitcoin maximalist.
0: Right. uh, So I think Bitcoin is is the
1: only coin you should be really messing with. But Ron doesn't think that way.
0: Right. We have have a difference. (laughs) We have a
1: little difference of opinion. But you know what? We're both in the same camp that you have to own. Some Bitcoin, because the future of money and the future of currency is being created right, right before, before our, our eyes. very eyes. That's exactly right. So Bitcoin is at $10,711. You don't have to buy one Bitcoin. You can buy $10 a Bitcoin. You can buy $50 or $100 a Bitcoin, or you can buy 10% of a Bitcoin, which, which, which would be $1,700.
0: Yeah. And you have to be a little bit computer literate. You do. Um, If you are old enough and you're saying, no, 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 when it comes to Bitcoin, that's fine. And you know what? It's it's not for all people. It's in the same category to us as gold is, which is insurance on your money.
1: Yeah. But Bitcoin's a little different in that, you know, if you could have bought Apple stock, you could have bought Amazon in the first grade. In other words, 20 years ago, if you could have bought Apple stock... At $10, at yeah. $15. Hindsight is 2020. I know, but that's where I'm going with this. Is that if you knew that you knew that Bitcoin was going to be the next future Amazon or the next future Apple stock, it's not a stock, it's not a bond, it's its own asset class. We call it uh, digital gold. But if you knew that you thought that Bitcoin was going to someday back countries' currencies, Boy, wouldn't you want to have a part of that uh, early in? And we think we're that early. If you need help with uh, setting up a wallet or learning how to buy Bitcoin, that's something that I can do. Give me a call at 970-310-4084. How about Ethereum? $350 for Hmm. one Ethereum. Litecoin is at $45. Uh, That XRP, Ripple Ray, had a pretty good week, $0.24. So you can buy XRP for $0.24 per coin. I'm not saying you want to do that. I'm just saying it's available. It's for our friends in the crypto community. We have a, a whole bunch. In fact, we were at a Bitcoin conference on Saturday, weren't we? we were in in Breckenridge
0: we happened to see one in Breckenridge and so we went early in order to uh, participate and it was, it was it was a small group it was a small group but it was very very enlightening and it turned out that the guy who actually was uh put this together Rick Rick We were at his first meetup group in in, Boulder, in Boulder, because there was 120
1: people in that room. You couldn't even get in the room. That's how many people were excited. And this was back when Bitcoin was making its run in 2017. Yeah. And Bitcoin was on its way to 20,000 and the room was packed. Last I, Saturday Bitcoin again is only 10,700 and there was only five or six people there. It was the first meeting he'd had in, in Summit Summit County. Summit County. So so that's why it was but not I, very well. But I I told
0: well him what he had done for me, how he had changed my mind and helped me with the understanding of why Bitcoin and why now.
1: That's exactly right. And again, once you understand and you get it, that it's just pure mathematics, and it's based on a consensus of millions of computers all around the world. So it's, it's verified, it's, sense, it's consensus, and it's truly based on truth.
0: Right. I, I, it's always amusing to me when people say, well, the government's going to shut it down. I said, yeah, they have four times, five times now.
1: Several different countries. Not our country. Yeah, but several I mean, different countries have tried yeah. to shut it down, yeah. including China, including Russia. And that's you know, my point. India tried. That's right. That's exactly right. So understanding that that's our snapshot. We're sticking with it. And uh, and so, again, the market, everything feels normal. we got to take a break, but we're going to come back, and you do not want to miss the next segment. It's going to be fun. Is that another one bites the dust? <laughs> Welcome back. This is Ron and Julie Richards. This is the Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, and uh, we uh, we've kind of had a little fun. We got a little horse race going on, don't we, Julie?
0: We do. Uh, my horse
1: is Goldilocks. Is Goldilocks. And, uh, I don't know if you call it the Kentucky Derby or the Colorado Derby. So we're going to call it the Ron and Julie Derby. <laughs> anyway, we got, you know, we got stimulated with the, uh, the government money every, you know, most everyone did. And, you know, corporations got trillions. We got 1200 bucks. bucks. <laughs> so we, we decided to put our money where our mouth is. That's what Julie's been saying. And, uh, what, what we do, Jules?
0: Well, on June 19th, I bought a, uh, nine, uh $1,850 gold coin. So gold at that time for one ounce with the, um, uh, what do you call that? The, the premium. The premium was uh, $1,850. That was June 19th. And on the same day, Ron bought a corresponding amount of Bitcoin, which on that day was uh, a 20th. of a Bitcoin. Of a Bitcoin. Yep. And so we're giving the updates and our horse race ends December 31st at 8 o'clock p.m. um, to see where we are compared to had we taken the same money and put it in the bank. Put
1: it in a savings account. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to talk about that too, aren't we? Right, we are. So let's give you the update. Um, bitcoin, um, my point two zero of a bitcoin that we put eighteen hundred and fifty in is now twenty one hundred and forty dollars. So almost two hundred dollars in gain. Would that be right?
0: Yeah yeah so almost so, two hundred dollars but that's down from where it was, so oh, yeah. it, you know all these things are very volatile, so that's why we give the week by week. Uh, they fluctuate a lot right,
1: and then gold um julie's eighteen hundred and fifty in gold is now worth nineteen hundred and sixty two dollars so it's gone up one hundred and ten dollars on an eighteen hundred and fifty dollar investment since June thirteenth Now, if you annualize that. You know it's a pretty good rate of return because if you just put that eighteen fifty in a savings account and you got point zero zero one, I don't know what 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 a return on is on a savings account right now, but it's next to nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a it's less than you 100%. might eighteen
1: eighteen hundred and fifty five dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when you
1: get it and understand that banks today are not paying any interest rate, and so
0: and we're going to talk about why.
1: Yes, we are, and you know we we start a segment. I think, about a month and a half ago called What's Going On Now and Why Does It Matter? And we're going to kind of peel that onion back and talk a little bit about what we think really is happening, and it really came clear this morning, as we were lit- listening to a uh, Max and Stacey Kaiser YouTube video this morning, um, These I was are sit-
0: people that we have followed
1: for a number of years.: It is, it is. and Max is an old Wall Street guy and is so knowledgeable, and he's really a Bitcoin guy. I mean, but he's not just Bitcoin. He talks about things that are really going on in this world. And, you know, our term has been get financially educated or get left behind. And we've been saying that for a long time. And so now we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on now and why does it matter around this entire economy,
0: around the entire financial markets that we see. Well, more than that. I mean, it's about what's going on in the world and why it's happening right now.
1: It really is. With regard to the social unrest? Boy, it's in regards to all kinds of things. You know, the stock buybacks, the social unrest. There's a wealth income gap going on. Huge. There's a wealth inequality going on right now there's inflation is raging right now things are going up you see it before your very eyes in the grocery stores you see it all across this world that things are are not at ease and things are not just stagnant you know stagnant
0: i think everybody feels now this uncertainty and unrest that's right that's right and i think that everybody um well a big segment of the world population is getting angry, and they don't know where to direct this anger. They they try and try and try to get ahead. They get um, a raise in their wages, and they think they're going to get ahead, and yet they don't. It gets eaten up and eaten up, and it's like they get weary, and it's like we're never getting ahead. Well, and in they fact, get they're angry.
1: not getting ahead. They're going behind.
0: That's right. And, that's right. And so, and, so, that's, so this anger is is um, they don't know where to place it.
1: Yep, yep. And, and, you know, as we listen to this, um, Ron is such a smart guy that he left the whole... (laughs) I left all my notes at home. And so we turned it back on on the way in this morning and listened to it. And Julie took notes. Thank goodness she did. Because when you start to understand what's going on in Wall Street and you start to understand that these stock buybacks, these the, the entire thing that's going on where the middlemen... And the lower income people, the inequality in investments is so massively uh, unreported.
0: Right. And we're wiping out the middle class. We are. And it's a theft that's going on.
1: So Max and Stacy took this same article that we're going to talk about today from Time Magazine. And it was called the Rand Report. And if you get, if you can pull it up, it's called the Rand Report. It was in Time Magazine this last week. And it talks about the 50 trillion dollars that has been stolen from middle America. And and so let's talk a little bit about that, and they're talking about how it happened that the fat cats on Wall Street, the guys like Warren Buffett, the Goldman sachs the uh, Blackrock, Bill Gates, the Jeff Bezos of the world of Amazon, the j P Morgan chases the Goldman Sachs, those guys have all gotten much greater returns. We put money in our bank, and what kind of return do we get point Something they put money on return and they get maybe one or two percent. It doesn't seem like much on our twelve hundred dollars or our eighteen fifty on our horse race, right? Doesn't seem like much, does it? No, okay. But when you're talking about billions and trillions of dollars. it accumulates over a time period, time value of money, 1%, 2% makes huge differences in the amount of wealth they're talking about. Well, it's about, the magic of compound interest. It is. But this whole thing that's happened with these bailouts, okay, the money printing go, called BRRRR, where the Federal Reserve just keeps printing money and we keep going in debt. We, we've gone in debt $4 trillion since January. More wow. than we've ever gone in debt. And guess where that money went? Hmm. Well, twelve hundred went to you and I. Right. But twelve trillion, I mean four trillion has gone to Wall Street and the fat cats that we just mentioned.
0: Right. And the closer you are to where the money is printed, the Fed, the fatter you are. That's and right. by the time it gets to us, it's twelve hundred dollars. But Max coined a name for those people that 10 you're trillion. About. Yeah it's, it's the can they were called can trillionaires can trillionaires That's he coined it we'll give max so credit So
1: it goes after you know it goes a billion it goes a million then a billion and then a trillion. trillion, which the average person can't even wrap their head around a trillion. No. And now we're talking about can trillion.
0: Right. I, I argue that the human mind, not just some people, the human mind cannot wrap their heads around a trillion dollars.
1: No, I, I would totally agree. But when you understand that the Fed just keeps printing trillions and trillions of dollars, which puts our country in more and more in debt. But the fat cats of Wall Street gets all this money. And so the rich get richer and
0: the middle class and the poor get poorer. Well, understand that all countries do it. And throughout history, it's been done. And it has caused the financial collapse um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times over history is that governments overstep, overspend, and there's no handcuffs to them.
1: That's exactly right. And so you wonder why there's social unrest. You wonder why people are just frustrated beyond means and why the divorce rate is skyrocketing, why the unemployment is at 40 million, maybe as high as 50 million people today. Um, yeah, Shadow Stats quotes it much higher. Much higher than the 30, 30 million people they're saying. Shadow, Shadow Stats, John Williams quotes it that it's, it's as high as 50 million people in this country are
0: unemployed. Right,
1: And so when you understand where's all that money coming from, the
0: unemployment. So the cantillionaires recognize this. They know this is coming because they have seen it throughout history. And they know that they need to direct this anger somewhere because they do not want it directed at the source. They don't want it directed to them and what they've done. So they want to give us something to point the anger to. That's right. And that's where the social unrest comes from.
1: Yeah. And whether it's racial or whether it's, you know, social unrest or racial problems or whatever, they just don't want it pointed back at them. Right. And that's where we think a lot of this unrest is coming from. People
0: are starting to realize,
1: right. hey, it's not normal. So for what's going to go on as much?
0: We think we call it the smoking gun.
1: Yeah.
0: That is the smoking gun. That's the underlying reason for. What we're going through right now.
1: And we don't know what the future holds. I mean, our crystal ball's been a little cloudy in the one-niner. Well, <laughs> so it's, it really has with the COVID thing. And so we really are paying attention to people like Max Kaiser, people like Mike Maloney, and people that we follow on YouTube. Most of you have never heard of these names, these people are famous on YouTube. They have millions of followers all across YouTube. And so once you understand that there's a lot of smart people out there that are on YouTube that you can learn from.
0: Well, what's interesting about them is all of the people in the list of people that we follow are all very, very well versed in a small slice of what's going on. Some of them are really... Um, Knowledge about precious metals. Some of them are really knowledgeable about political things. Some of them are very knowledgeable about the uh, energy and oil and uh, stock and, markets. Uh, sure. stock markets And uh, market, so sure. different things like that. And from that, from all of those pieces, we try to put a trend together and, and see what's trending to try and understand where this is headed.
1: So, folks, that's what's going on now. And that's why it matters. That's right. And so the sooner you get educated and the sooner you know that you know that this is coming and there's a storm coming and what it looks like, whether it's before the election or after the election, we don't know. But I got to tell you, there is a storm coming. And the end result of what this storm looks like is probably not going to be very good in in the stock or bond market, in the in the uh the mutual fund markets, the ETFs, because it's been inflated by this whole Cantillion effect that we just talked about. And understanding that BlackRock, understanding that the, the, the Jeff Bezos of Amazon, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world have gotten filthy rich during this whole COVID thing. Right. And under when you understand that, our twelve hundred dollars didn't make us filthy rich, did it? No, no. So so understanding that most people out there, sure, it was a blessing to get that money and they maybe pay down some credit card debt. Maybe they brought groceries for their kids. I mean, for their family. Uh, but again, it's just a, a pittance compared to the wealth inequality that has happened with the whole thing around what we just explained around the Cantillon effect.
0: Right, right. And I think, you know, Ron and I were talking a little bit about this um pandemic money that was given to business owners and we've talked a little bit about what has happened with it and um um how it has affected a lot of these small businesses so we'll talk about that when we get back and um yeah we'll be right back
1: Street Smart Business Retirement Show. My name is Ron
0: and Julie Richards,
1: and uh, we're just talking about some things that are going on in this world and why it matters for you to pay attention to this stuff. And we want you to start to think like a smart investor. Think like you know, Street Smart. That's the name of the show, and we want you to really kind of understand that you know our government, our you know the Wall Streets of the world are getting filthy rich during this pandemic. And, and the rest of the world is going, what the heck? Prices have keep going up. Income is not keeping pace with inflation. So I tell people it's not who's right. It's what's right. And what's right is to get financially educated and what you should be doing with your money in these times maybe is way different than what your advisor is telling you you should be doing with your money. And, and that is not being uh, told in Wall Street. It's not being told by the person that manages your portfolio. It's not being told you by your 401k administrator that comes in and educates you f- with Fidelity or Swab or whoever it's with. These stories are not being told. And so the average person thinks everything is just fine. They know something's wrong because of the pandemic, I mean, pandemic, <laughs> but but they don't really know what it is. They can't put their finger on it. But we've never been uh down like we are today. And Julie, right before the break, we were talking about how businesses have gotten this, uh, some of this money and what they're doing with the money. But some businesses are looking at it way different than other businesses, aren't they?
0: Well, yeah, it really depends on the business. Um, and it has been a godsend for some of these businesses to be able to stay open, to pay the rent, to pay the employees and and to continue on for others. I'm hearing a lot of stories from employees who said, Yeah, they shut the business down. They got the money and they shut it down. They didn't pay any of us, any of the employees, and they took the money.
1: There should be some repercussion to
0: well, that. Well, there's supposed to be. It's only forgivable if you pay employees, if you use it Keep the doors for open. the business and whatnot. But when you look at a business owner, and, and take a look at a restaurant in particular, I mean, that's the highest risk business, one of the highest risk businesses Low you margins. Can go into. Yep. Low margins, huge amount of work, and so many fluctuations, and so many things that have to come together from the service, the quality of the food, the cost of the food, the prices, the everything employees. else, the, the atmosphere. Yep. I mean, everything plays into a restaurant. And so if you weren't doing that well before you started and you were only making a, a small living, which happens with many, many, many small business, owners. small business owners and especially restaurant owners, because it's their passion. They got into it because it's their passion to cook. But after a few years, it's like, wow, this is a lot of work. We're not making a lot of money. Take this money and shut her down.
1: Yeah, that almost seems... not come back. It almost seems like it's not right.
0: Well, that's true. But if you're a business owner and you struggled before this and were getting burnt out and this was a lifeboat for you to get out...
1: Yeah, but again, you would think the government is going to come back and they're say... They're supposed to. Yeah, that, that, that this is really not what the money was designed right. for. It wasn't to set you up financially. It was really to help you keep the doors open and keep the employees hired and so forth.
0: I, I get that. Yeah. But when you take a look at the risk to a restaurant right now... Any, that, any small business owner. Any small business owner, but let's look at a restaurant. And they're only going to allow you... Half capacity and winter's coming.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We were, you know, we were in Frisco yesterday eating lunch and we thought about it, it was just booming. The place was packed and we were wondering what's going to happen when the snow falls and what's going to happen when the, you know, when the leaves are off the tree and you're in between, you know where nobody's going to be going to the mountains because they're not going to look at the Aspens and they're waiting for the ski season to open, which is about a five-week period. You know, what does that look like for a small business owner? And and most importantly, a a restaurant owner, they're going to be in trouble, aren't
0: they? Yeah, when it's cold outside, so you can't sit outside, what happens?
1: Yeah, interesting. Well, people dress for it up there, (laughs) that's for sure. But again, we just, you know, our, our big thing is we want you to think through this, that, you know, all your money, all of your assets should not be in any one asset class, meaning all in the stock market, all in the bond market. It shouldn't be all in Bitcoin either. Right. It, shouldn't it shouldn't be shouldn't, all in real estate.
0: And it shouldn't all be in tax deferred money. That's right. So when you talk about balance. a balance, That's right. there's a whole bunch of things that, that figure into this. Yeah. And your words need to match... The music. The
1: music, yeah, absolutely. So if
0: you, you know, are, um, you think that you're diversified, um, let's see if you really are.
1: Well, and again, I... You know, I have a sheet that it's a really good visual sheet. And if you've not seen it, go to my go to my go to the website retirementmastery.com. dot com. By the way, all of our shows since the beginning two years ago are, are on that that website. So go to retirementmastery dot com and we title all the shows um, and we talk about tax deferred versus tax free versus taxable. There's only three tax classes. That's it. So when you understand that and all your eggs are in an IRA or a 401k, or a SEP, or a pension, and that's where all of your eggs are, there needs to be more of a balance between taxable, tax-deferred, and tax-free money. And I ask people all the time, what percentage of your retirement income is going to be tax-free? Most people say, Nobody's ever asked me that before. You mean your advisors never asked you that before? Because if it's all in a 401k or an IRA, your business partner is the IRS going forward. And I want you to hear that again. If all of your money is in an IRA or a 401k, your business partner is the IRS. You have to pay the IRS on every penny that you take in distributions from that pension plan, from that IRA, from that 401k is going to be taxed. And do you think tax rates are going down with us b- you know, sp- spending money and and printing money as fast as we're printing it right now, what are the chances of us, because we're going in debt further and further as a country, what are the chances of tax rates going down?
0: Don't know. Maybe that'll be part of the stimulus.
1: Could be. And maybe it's part of the reset. We don't right. know. We, but we do think there's some type of a reset coming. Well, there...
0: It's it's pretty obvious that there has
1: to be. It does. It does. Um,
0: and it, I think the point is that if the only place you get your information from is CNBC, MSNBC, or, or any of the any of the local or or United States news, that's or your enough.
1: advisor. Or your who advisor, who is listening to CNBC, that's, that's
0: not enough. That is not enough.
1: It is not. When you look at the dollar, since the first of the year it has gone down ten percent. The dollar's gone down 10%. What that means is your dollar only buys 90% of what it did at the beginning of this year. When you start to understand that, you better be in assets that are inflating faster than inflation. Mm And— and. And so when your dollars are in a savings account, and, and you know, we've got clients all the time that call us and say, hey, we're getting less than 1% on our CDs, on well, our Well, they're going to renew,
0: and we're getting less than a 1%. What do we do with it? We've got some options, we and do. they're pretty we good. We do,
1: we do. And again, once you understand that, that your dollars in a bank... And, and listen, we love credit unions. We love small regional banks. We're not a big fan of the JP Morgans or the big. And if you work for one of those banks, you should call me because I'll show you. <laughs> it'll, it'll blow your mind. So understand that you're not even keeping pace with inflation or taxation on that money. So the importance of understanding that and what to do with that money matters more today than ever before. And uh, so that's really, you know, some of the things that we talk about when we sit down. Where you're at, where you've been, where you're at, where do you want to go, and what is your risk profile? We got to take a little break and we're going to finish up with talking about things that you can do with your money. We'll be right back. We're back, and uh, boy, we're digging in deep today, aren't we, Julie? Whoa. Yeah. We are, and, and really, we you know, the more we listen to Max and Stacy Kaiser, because we do want to give them credit, um, it really is, uh, when you kind of peel the onion back as far as we do, and you really get to the root of The smoking what, gun? The smoking gun, <laughs> the root of what's really going on in this country, you just can't, you know, you wonder why anger is such a big, big thing.
0: But my point is that it's not just this country. No, it's It's worldwide. It's globally. It is. It's just that the reason that our currency has not exploded like like we see in Venezuela and Greece and, you know, Italy and, yeah, dozens and dozens of other countries is because we're the reserve currency. Yeah. Today we are. Today we are. And I'd like to point out that I don't think we always will be. And that may be a good thing. And that's just a, a, a talk for another show.
1: Yeah, it I truly think. is. But, but again, understanding that, you know, we're in a storm and, and everybody knows we're in a storm. I think we're in the eye of the storm. We are in the eye of the storm. But the average person doesn't know what in the world to do. And so what they do is nothing. Right. And indecision is a decision.
0: Well, it is. And and if you're confused, what I found throughout my whole career, I've been in sales. And what I always say about a consumer is a uh, confused consumer won't do anything.
1: I've always operated, you know, I'm a farm kid, right? So I've always operated from the KISS syndrome. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Keep it simple, sweetheart, however you want to put it. But I, I just believe that if you can break things down and it's simple and people can realize you can protect your money from going down in value. That's what an indexed annuity does. That's what a fixed annuity does. That's what uh things like, you know, CDs and savings accounts, when you used to be able to get a return you could, you could protect your money. I mean, indexed annuities right now, uh, you know, are, have a tremendous upside with no downside risk. And many of them have a 5% bonus or a 10% bonus day one going in. So if you put in a hundred grand, you start with 110,000. And so many people don't even know that's available. Uh, the, the fixed annuities out there today, I've got a fixed annuity right now paying 3.25% on a five year rate of return. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So so every year you could get three and a half percent on your money. Is that gonna beat your credit union or your bank or your um, you know or your money market account? Absolutely it is. And that money is safe with a good A-rated company. So once you understand that there are options, there are investment choices out there where you can still protect your assets but yet get a, a better return, so, so you keep pace like with CD, inflation. Right? it is similar to a CD, but it's a, it's really a tax deferred CD kind of thing. But an annuity is not. Again, this is not financial advice. We're not accountants. We're not attorneys. Yeah, wait, th- so, this is
0: totally an individualized kind of thing, depending on where you're at and where you're going. It
1: is. It is, and, how and, old it, you and are. based on your risk and how old you are, and based on your your medical needs. Because if you you know think you're going to need long term care, some of these annuities have have a doubler effect. Meaning, let's say you start with hundred grand, but you happen to go into a nursing home, they basically double it to $200,000 in benefit for assisted living, for uh, long-term health care, and those kind of things. So once you really understand, there's some really good choices out there, but the average advisor is not paid to talk about annuities. Uh, the average advisor is talking about mutual funds, ETFs, Bonds, or those stocks, those kind of things.
0: Be aware that they may talk about a variable annuity, which is a totally different, different kind animal. of animal.
1: Uh, very expensive to operate a variable annuity. Three per, uh, The average uh, cost fee structure in a variable annuity is around 3%. So once you get that, you know you, maybe that's not a good choice for you because it's going to eat up your money.
0: Well, you know, when you talk about long-term care, a lot of people think that the government pays for it and they don't. And you end up with not you mean, many... Medicare doesn't pay for my long no, 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 and you end up with very, very few options. That's if right. you at least have some seed money to start it, a lot of times you won't get you'll get the to be able to stay there after that. So, hey, wonderful. Get financially educated, or get left behind.
1: Guys, thanks for being with us. Go out and make it a great day. Shop local. Go out and see the aspens. God bless every you, every one of you. <laughs>
0: Street Smart Biz and Retirement Show, Retirement Mastery, and Ron Richards are not tendering tax, legal, or investment advice. This content and information is based solely on Ron Richards' personal opinions and research. If tax, legal, or investment advice is required, you should seek the services of a qualified professional.